Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I'll request if everyone can move forward so we can move on to our next program for the day. We'd like to welcome all those who are joining us now. And we hope that inshallah, our experience will be one which will be life-changing and bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala. <clears throat> so our next program for today is a practical salah workshop. So we spoke about a ruhani salah. We spent this time working on our salah as well in which we, we tried to do two raka'at in 20 minutes. But now we're going to go into the actual procedure of salah. Many of us, we know how to pray just by doing the functions, just by doing the actions of salah. But it's very important that we know exactly how to pray our salah, how to worship Allah Ta'ala. So in this workshop, inshallah, we will be talking about how to pray salah. How learning salah from a legal aspect. So this program, this uh, workshop will be conducted by Mufti Sulaiman Hamid. Mufti Sulaiman, he did his hibs and alim course at Masjid Darul Salam. He was amongst the first batch of graduates from this madrasa. And he went on and completed a two-year specialization in fiqhi wal ifta with Mufti Abrar Mirza at Darul Ifta Chicago. So inshallah, Mufti Sulaiman. Uh, may begin. Alhamdulillah Allah has gathered us here uh, in, in his house where Malaika are here day in day out Alhamdulillah, we've been having programs throughout this weekend. Earlier, Mu'anta Meem Saab had a program on the inner of Salah. Right? There's always two aspects to any deed that we do. Right? There's always an inward and an outward. Right? Both are important. For sure, if there is no ikhlas in the Salah, it doesn't matter how perfect it may look outwardly. It will not be accepted in the sight of Allah Taala. But in a similar manner, if someone, if someone has is, has the most pure intention, and they want to please Allah Taala, but if what they do, if their actions that they present before Allah are contrary to the way shown to us by Nabi Sallallahu that too will be rejected. Therefore, both are imperative. So, Alhamdulillah, we've been performing salah our whole lives, but. There's always, it's always good to have a refresher. Many times we forget 
certain things that we're doing, oh, they're actually incorrect. I should be doing it in a different manner. Obviously, the first thing, the first thing that we will be asked about on the Day of Judgment is our Salah. Therefore, it only behooves us, you know, it's, it's, it's prudent that we look into our Salah and make sure that everything we're doing is in accordance with the Sharia. So without any further ado, inshallah, we'll go through it. <clears throat> there are five arkan of salah. What are arkan? Arkan are the base integrals. These are five things that make up your salah without which there's no salah. That's not a salah. Right? Someone can do sajda to tilawa, right? Someone does someone recites an ayah of sajda, they'll do sajda. Is that salah? No, it's not salah. Even though it's one action that's performed within salah, but it's not salah. In order for something to be called salah, it's five things are required. Okay, so these are like the basic components or the basic ingredients of salah. Number one, qiyam. Right, qiyam means standing. Allah says, qanitin." Stand before Allah with humility. Okay, qiyam. Number two, it is qira'ah to recite the Quran, any portion of the Quran. The point is, if there is no recitation of the Quran whatsoever, the salah will not count. Right. Number three, it's ruku'ah. Um, we all know what ruku'ah is. Number four, it's sujood. Allah says, Ya amanu wasjudu. Oh, you who believe, perform ruku'ah, perform sujood. And number five is the qa'da, the sitting. Okay, these are the five most basic ingredients of our salah. Okay? So, the slide is going to be based off of these five now. Okay? How do we do each one properly? So, number one, when it comes to the qiyam and the qira'ah, Yes. It's no, it's not, oh. Okay, so once again we have five basic ingredients Qiyam, Qira'ah, Ruku', Sujood, and the final sitting Okay, inshallah it will come up on the screen Anyways, when it comes to Qiyam uh, and Qira'ah We'll put them both on one side because when do you recite the Qur'an? Do you recite the Qur'an in Ruku'? No, you recite the Qur'an when you're standing up 
Therefore, they're together. Okay, there's seven things to keep in mind. Number one, both hands should be raised until the, the thumbs are parallel to the earlobes. While saying, Allahu Akbar. Okay? So look, everyone, let's have a look at this, right? Your hands are supposed to be, the palms should be facing the Qibla. Okay, palms should be facing the Qibla. Sometimes people are like this, sometimes like this. It's supposed to be palms facing the Qibla. It should not be low beneath your head. It should not be too high. It, your thumb should be parallel to your earlobes. It doesn't need to be touching the earlobes, but it's right there. It's hovering right beneath the earlobes. Okay, then palms facing the Qibla. Okay, once you do that, then you place the right hand over the left hand beneath the navel. Okay, and with your thumb and your pinky, you make a little sort of ring like this, and you keep it beneath the navel. Okay? Is that clear? Three fingers on your forearm, the thumb and the pinky are going to be making a ring sort of thing, and then it's going to be beneath the navel. Do you want to just stand up and then demonstrate that? Then you recite the thana. Subhanak Allahumma bihamdik, wa tabarak asmuk, wa ta'ala jadduk, wa la ilaha ghayruk. Okay. Then number four, you say the ta'awud. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Five, bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Then six, you recite surah fatiha. And seven, you recite any three verses of the Quran. Okay. Anyways, so is that clear? I mean, basically, when it comes to the form, all you need to know is that the the, the palms are facing the qibla, the thumbs are going to be next to the earlobes. You say Allahu Akbar, and then you bring your hand like this beneath the navel. Okay, and that completes what we know as the qiyam. And after you recite all those things, now one very important point. Let me just ask you guys a question. Is it valid for me or for anyone to think of the verses of the Quran in your head without pronouncing the letters? Yes or no? No. Okay, this is a very common mistake where a lot of individuals will stand in Salah and they will recite the Quran in their head. But that obviously doesn't cut it, okay? That's not reciting, that's thinking. That's good, I mean, that's something good to do. Thinking, reflecting over the verses of the Quran is something great to do. But that doesn't count as your qira'ah. In order for your qira'ah to count, okay? It needs to be loud enough that if you're in a quiet room, you should be able to hear yourself, okay? It doesn't have to be loud, but it needs to be audible enough to the point that if you're in a quiet room, there are no other noises, then you would be able to hear yourself. Okay, that's number one. Number two, according to the Hanafi madhab, and if someone follows another madhab, then that's, that's okay. But according to the Hanafi madhab, based off of their own proofs, if you're behind the imam, then you're not supposed to recite. The one hadith of the Prophet ﷺ says, whoever has an imam, the imam's qira'ah is his, is his qira'ah as well.
Okay? So those are two other important points to keep in mind. <coughs> okay. Next one. We're in Ruku'. Okay? Qiyam is done. The Qira'a is done. Now Ruku'. Okay. So the number one, you say the Takbir and perform the Ruku'. Say Allahu Akbar and go into Ruku'. Then... The hand should be placed on the knees. In the books of fiqh, they say that. Yeah, face that way. Okay? Alright, so the hand should be placed on the knees. It should be grabbing your knees lightly. Okay? The back should be made straight. Okay, the back should be made straight. And the head should be in sync with the back. Okay? The head is not supposed to be up, nor is it supposed to be down. Okay, you should be looking at your feet. Okay. The head should be parallel in sync with the back. The back should be straight. Okay. The head should not be raised or lowered. It should be rather in sync with the back. Then you recite Subhan Rabbi Al-Azim three times. Then as you get up, you say Samiyallahu Liman Hamida. Once again, you stand up straight with your hands. Placed by the side. Okay, key points. Back should be straight. Head should be in sync with the back. Head should not be lowered. These are very common mistakes. Head should not be lowered. It should not be placed high up. Right? It should be in sync with the back. Okay? That's, that, that's when it comes to Rukur. Now, for sujood, right, you should say the takbir once again while proceeding towards sajda. You rest your hands on the ground. Okay, as you're going into sajda, the first thing that should be touching the ground are the knees. Okay, the knees. Then your hands, then your nose, then your forehead. Okay, that's the order. Knees, hands, nose, forehead. Okay, knees, hands, uh, and then <coughs> nose and forehead. Okay, now very important. Uh, the arms should be widened such that the armpits open up and both elbow okay that's in the case where you're praying alone or you're the imam right it comes about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam that he used to perform sajda in such a manner that from behind you could see the whiteness of his armpits right that's how wide he would keep it obviously though when you're in a jama'ah that's not possible and then you're going to end up causing harm to other Muslims and that's not what's intended okay so that's but now very key point the elbow and forearm must not touch the ground. Okay? The only thing that's touching the ground are the hands. That's it. The forearm and the elbow should not be on the ground. This is laziness. Why do people do this? Because it's just out of sheer laziness that we do this. The, the thing is, why is it such a big deal? Allah SWT says in the Quran about the munafiqeen. In the same like page, Allah says that the munafiqeen are going to be in the lowest part of Jahannam. Allah also says that munafiqeen are people that perform salah lazily. Right, that the munafiqeen are those that when they come to salah, they come, they perform salah lazily. Right, we cannot like think about it. Right? These are this is something that we're presenting before Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We should only present what's best. But if we, if we want Jannah, if we want Jannah to Firdaus, 
then why don't we give Allah the best that we can give Him? Right? We can't give Him what something lazy, then expect that we're going to get Jannatul Firdaus. Okay? So, elbow and forearm must not touch the ground. Then, thigh should be the, thigh, the thighs should be separated from the stomach. Okay? It shouldn't, you shouldn't, and there should be gap. Comes again about in the peace of Allah that the way he would perform sajda, a small baby goat could pass beneath him. That's how much space there was in between his thigh and his stomach. That a small baby goat could just pass beneath Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Right? Okay. The toes should be facing towards the face towards the qibla. Right? This is the beauty of our of our salah, right? The salah is when you really think about it, the salah is that one ibadah that comprises of all other ibadah, right? There's you see, all the different forms of dhikr are present in the salah. Quran is present in the salah. So dude, all the different ibadah that you can think of, they're all present in salah. It encapsulates everything. Okay? So another beauty of salah is that your entire body is engaged in ibadah, even your toes. But your toes are supposed to be facing the qibla as well. Because your toes are also in the state of Allah's worship. Okay, then you say, Subhana Rabbi al-A'la. You say, my Lord, the most high. What's the highest part of your body? It's your head. And you're putting it on the ground. And in that position you're saying, I am low, O Allah, and you're the highest. The, the highest part of my body, I'm putting it on the floor, where I also walk on. But O Allah, you're the highest. My Lord, the most pure, you're, you're, you're the highest. Okay? Then you, once up, once again, you sit up, you sing the takbir, then you say the takbir, perform sajda once again in the same manner mentioned above. And then you uh, come back up for the second rakah. Now, the order uh, was knees, knees, hands, nose, forehead, going into sajda. Coming back from sajda, it's the exact opposite. So you'll raise your forehead first, then your nose, then your hands, then finally your knees. Okay? This completes the first rakah. The second rakah will be carried out in the same manner. Only difference is we're not going to say the Subhanakallah, Mubihamdi, Kutabaraka, Smukudala, Jaduk. The Sana will not be recited. And the, <clears throat> the you will not recite, Awud Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajim. Okay, then finally you have the Qa'da. And now when you, assuming it's a, it's a two rakat prayer, now you're going to be sitting down for the last. The first and last, the only qa'da, the only sitting, the hand should be placed on the thighs, okay, near the knees. Right, sit on the left foot while having the right foot raised. Okay, the toes of the right foot should be facing the qibla. Once again, I already explained the wisdom behind it, right, that our entire body is engaged in ibadah. So you're sitting on the left foot, the right foot is standing up, toes are Pressing on the ground, facing the qibla. Then you say that the shahud, at-tahiyyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa tayyibat, as-salamu alayka yuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, as-salamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. You recite that. Then you recite the salat or the durud upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then you recite the dua. There is any, you can say any dua, as long as it's from the Quran and hadith. Okay, Rabbanatina fi dunya hasana, whatever it may be. 
However, one one dua that's mentioned, and this is the dua the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught Abu Bakr radiyallahu an. Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira, wa la yaghfiru dhunuba illa ant. Faghfir li maghfiratan min andik, warhamni inna kanta al-ghafurur rahim. Then, assuming it's a four rakat salah, you you'll suffice with the tashahud and get back up, and then finish the last four rakat without reciting an additional surah after the Fatiha and the next two rakat, and then the salah is over. Okay. Now, Alhamdulillah, that's that. I want everyone to stand up. Let's make sufu fanwul. That's the whole practical demonstration. If you saw on the yeah, inshallah, we'll we'll do it inshallah. So everyone, let's make safs. Okay, then we'll let's go through the. Each um, rukun, inshallah. Right, just stand on the safs. Important. First things first. Uh, the safs have to be straight. There are many ahadith of the Prophet wasallam in which he emphasized that he, that the safs must be straightened. If they're not straightened, there's severe consequences uh, associated with it. Okay. Alhamdulillah, back in the time of Nabi Sallallahu and other places in the world, you don't have the lines Sufuf demarcated. We have it here, so it should not be a problem. Okay, I'm going to... Okay. So the first thing we do is, we say, Allahu Akbar. Okay, Allahu Akbar. Okay, remember, our hands, our palms are going to be facing the Qibla. They should not be back like this. If they're all the way back like this, then that means our palms are not facing the qibla. It should not be like this. It should be like this. Okay? Where am I where are the thumbs supposed to be placed? Alright, they're right beneath the earlobes. Okay? And say, Allahu Akbar. Bring it down. Once again, how is it gonna be? Our the thumb and the pinky should be making a ring. Around our wrist The three fingers are going to be on our forearm We're placing them Right beneath Our, our navel Okay This should not be happening Right This is incorrect This is incorrect Okay Like this Okay On right It's on our Like right, right on our waist Beneath the belly button then you say the fana. Okay, sorry. So uh, when you're saying the takbir, your eyes are supposed to be facing just right in front of you, the qibla. Okay? When you say takbir. Now as you're standing, where are you supposed to keep your eyes? Where you're going to do sajda. Okay? Where you where where the sajda spot is, that's where your gaze should be fixed on. Okay. Um, our feet should be Left in its nat. If you're to just stand up naturally, how the distance that would be between your two feet, that's the amount that should be there. You're not supposed to keep it too far out, nor do you need to keep it together. The way it is naturally, some books say like for the span of four fingers, you need or two fists. But the point being is the way you would stand naturally, that's how you should stand. Addition. So then our gaze should be fixed on the place of our sajda. Beside the thana. Then you say Ta'awud A'awud billahi min shaitan al-rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Fatiha Surah Okay Then you go into Ruku Allahu Akbar Okay Our knees should be grabbing uh, Our hands should be We should be grabbing our knees with our hands Okay 
our backs need to be straight. Okay, backs need to be straight. The head should be in sync with our back. We should not be, we, our head should not be up, they should not be down, they should be in sync with our back, okay? And we say, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, and we get up, Allahu Akbar. And that's the note, when we're saying Allahu Akbar, they're called takbirat intiqaliya. Are they the takbirat that take place during, what does intiqal mean? Intiqal means to move. Right? Transition. So as you're moving, you're saying the takbir. It's not that you say takbir and then move. Nor is it that you move and then say takbir. You're saying it throughout the transition. Okay? Then you get back up. Gaze is fixed on the place of sajda once again. Okay. When ruku, the gaze is supposed to be fixed on the feet. Okay. Now that's that. Hands to the sides. And then, say, Rabbana lakal hamd. And then, Allahu Akbar. All the way back into sajda. What goes first? Knees. Then? Hand. Then? Nose. Then? Forehead. Right. Then get into sajda. Okay, then. <clears throat> Elbows and arms should not be on the ground. Very important. Our head is supposed to be in between our hands. Okay? The hand should not be behind the head. It should not be for, in front of the head. It's supposed to be in between. Your head is in between your hands. Okay, is that clear? The, the stomach and the thighs are not supposed to be touching. They're supposed to be far away from each other. Imagine if there's a little goat coming in between, it should be able to pass beneath you. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Once again, the feet are, the, the, the toes are going to be facing the qibla. Okay, make sure that's happening. Make sure that the but both feet are erect and then the toes are pushing on the ground facing the qibla. Subhan Rabbi al-A'la, Subhan Rabbi al-A'la, Subhan Rabbi al-A'la, then Allahu Akbar. Can get up and then how do we sit? The way we sit is we're going to be sitting on the left foot. Our right, our, our right foot is erect. The the toes are pushing in the ground facing the qibla. Okay? That's how we're sitting. Okay. Then we sit in there for a few moments and Allahu Akbar, go back into sajda in the same manner that, as, that was described earlier. Okay. With, once again, arms should not be uh, touching the ground. The forearm should not, nor should the elbows be. The head is supposed to be in between the hands. Both feet are on the ground facing the qibla. Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la, Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la, Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la. Then Allahu Akbar, we get up. As we're getting up to our qiyam, first thing that will come off the ground is forehead. Then nose. Then, 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 then your hands, then knees finally. Okay, then Allahu Akbar, you get all the way back up. And then the similar, I mean, the same thing's gonna happen. The only difference now is once after the second rakah, we're gonna be adding on. So everyone just get into qada now. Everyone get into sitting position. It's almost asr salah time. So we need to wrap this up. <clears throat> okay. Our hands are supposed to be near the knees. They should not be grabbing the knees. Grabbing the knees was for rukur, not for the the sitting. Right. Right. They should be near our knees. Obviously, our fingers should be facing the qibla. 
right? How are we sitting? The, our, we're resting on our left foot. Right foot is upright, toes facing the qibla. Okay? Yeah, let me just, I don't know if you guys can see this. Right? I'm sitting on my left foot, and my right foot is up, toes are facing the qibla. Okay. Then there's a the tahiyat, and then the salah, the durood. Then the dua, then assalamu alaikum. And then as we're doing this, like once again, our gazes fix on our places of sajda. Okay, and then we say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah to the right. When as we're saying salam, we make niyyah that we're saying salam to everyone in the congregation that's to our right, as well as the malaika that are present and the, the pious jinnat that are present and offering salah with us. We make niyyah that the salam is going to all of them on our right and then assalamu alaikum warahmatullah to the left once again the same niyyah we're making for all the congregants to our left the jinnah the 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 angels right looking at our shoulders not straight looking at our shoulders and both times inshallah ta'ala any questions yeah no just keep it to the side he, as you're going into uh, the, the, the sajda, you keep your hands to the side. Another important point is, unless you need to, as you're getting up from sajda, to the, or from, from the first sitting till you're standing, you're not supposed to lean on the ground. Okay? Someone is in need of it, then that's different. But generally speaking, as you're getting up from sajda, back up to your qiyam, the standing position. Or from the sitting, back up to the standing position. In those cases, you don't lie on the ground. Okay. When you're saying tahiyat, as you're saying ashhadu Allah ilaha, you keep your finger up, illallah, you bring it back down. Okay. Ashhadu Allah ilaha, illallah, wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasoolah. Um, there's both opinions where you can keep the feet together or then the other opinion is you keep it again in its natural position like how basically the, the, the distance that you would have standing up that's the same distance you would have between both feet no you keep it on your sorry I said that no, you're supposed to keep it on your lap on your lap Sorry? If you're done with your prayer, somebody's praying behind you, there's a disadvantage. Oh, you just, I mean, and there's no space to, and you can't. Right behind you, you have to wait for until he's done? Yeah, you have to wait till he's done, inshallah. This is getting engaged in the care, inshallah. Yes? You just go forward, but don't, don't take three steps. Take like two large steps and get there, but you shouldn't take three steps or more. But that's fine, you just walk up in the salah. Yes? No, that's, no, no, again, your, ha your head is in between your hands. Right? You, you should not be close, nor should it be too far, but it's just like right in between, right? Uh, yes, you have a question? 
Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, we'll not break the summer. No, it's just like it, it should be facing the qibla as well. It should not be facing the ceiling or the sky. It'll be facing the qibla. Yes. No, yeah, that's a good question. It, no, no, that's a good question, but that's just beyond the scope. Right now, inshallah, we're just discussing the like in the form of salah. But those are that's a good question. Inshallah, maybe a different occasion we can answer that, or you can send a question to the dar that we have over here. Any other questions? All right, inshallah, it's almost our time. Subhanallah, uh, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, kinashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiru wa tabarik. May Allah grant us the reality of salah. Amin.